Coming up, coming to you live from a mysterious forest in Frog Creek, Pennsylvania, a time-traveling episode through the ages and mythology, it's Magic Treehouse, and this is Most Extreme Podcast. Most Extreme Podcast, the magical show where we discuss and analyze the time-traveling enigma that is 2000s pop culture. I'm Alejandro Akin. I'm Jarrett Whitworth. And I'm Brett Ellison. You are. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we... We'll probably be fine. No, no, we'll we should, be, we should, should be, be good. Fine. I we think we'll be good. good. We <laughs> had a little bit of technical difficulties before we started. We have uh, 30 seconds to record this episode. <laughs> it's a short <laughs> one. Okay, yeah, uh, but we have welcome. We're doing, uh, what are we talking about today? Jarrett. Uh, we're talking about the Magic Treehouse book series. Yes, our first book mm. series. We've never done anything book related. Um, we don't read. Well, I'm, a, I'm notoriously a terrible reader, <laughs> so this is definitely a, a topic in yeah. my in my uh, advanced level. Yeah. Brett what thought you, that's actually how you spell extreme. That's yeah. <laughs> why we're named what we're named. Yeah. Uh, extreme. Extreme. <laughs> Most extreme podcast. Exactly. Welcome. Okay. Well, uh, we are talking Magic Treehouse for our first book series. It's very exciting. Time traveling, all this stuff. Now, if you listen to Most Extreme Podcast, we a little bit of background. We do a, a, an outline sort of to get our notes to kind of figure out where everything is. Um, but this week's guests, the outline means nothing at all. We're just going straight to. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking. We're talking whatever what we want to. It's our our very first guest and our first returning guest, Abby Smith. Welcome back to the show. Hello, calling me out. No, it's not calling you out. I'm just saying <laughs> that we that reality check. It's it's re- maybe you can say reality check. I'm glad you accepted your fate. It's it's good. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Exactly. How are you doing? Welcome back. Yes. You're in, in so many ways a returning guest. Are you excited? In many ways. <laughs> in only the one way. Can she you is move a your mic a little guest. closer to closer. you? Closer. That's perfect. Okay. okay. Um, Magic Treehouse, we were talking different yes. topics. This seemed to be one you're excited about. Yes. You were saying you were not a reader. I literally. I know you read a oh lot. My, have you heard the stories? I have a lot of anecdotes about this. Oh, my God. The, Tell the, them. We got time. The legends. I, I was the kid with the maxed out library card. Ooh. Okay. Like, yeah. 50 is the limit at Durham County Libraries, public libraries. Yo, shout out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had my library card memorized. Wow. We went, Wait, like, the number? One, yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole thing. 12. <laughs> it had a 12. That's how early minutes. she was. <laughs> memorized. <laughs> what, what was the number? I don't know it now. Uh, it's been uh, a hot second. <laughs> but, um, cool. yeah, I my parents took books away from me. Wow. I, I used to accurately, in some respects, refer to myself as extremely homeschooled. Um, severely homeschooled, I think I said. Severely, severely okay. homeschooled. Is that a condition? Most yes. extremely homeschooled <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize that. But, yeah, I yeah, I read a lot. And okay. Including Magic Treehouse. Okay. Do you have a favorite book series growing up? Ooh, I read like um, every Nancy Drew book that the library okay. had. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Like all of the varieties. The modern mm-hmm. ones were not nearly as good. I thought you were gonna be like James Patterson's Alex Cross was my favorite growing up. <laughs> the Da Vinci Code. Tom Clancy's. <laughs> hey, The Vinci Code is a good book. And the sure, movie I is just imagine her good. being four years old reading it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> four. <laughs> I really uh, like that uh, uh, War and Peace. That's a good <laughs> children's book. Oh, my gosh. A little intro read. Great. Beginner's but, read. Okay, so but with Magic Treehouse, is something you grew up reading a lot. You liked that. You it was among it. my library rotation. Okay. Yes. Do you, do you own any? I think we might have one or two from, like, some secondhand bookstore that or someone gave us a bag of books, homeschool books, and it happened to have one in there. Okay. Maybe. But are, are you? would you consider yourself a big fan of the series? Sure. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, well thanks for well, coming. Okay. Okay. I, I do really. have fond memories. I think I, I really liked the podcast. I really liked the idea of the, like, I really liked fantasy. So the idea right. of, it's like, very fantasy. Um, Morgana and the treehouse and being Right, able to, that it's time traveling. Yeah. 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 Definitely really cool. into that. That's the thing, though. Is it time traveling? Or uh, is yeah. it? 
like I don't know. Right, because it can like Hypnosis. it can be in the tree yeah. outside of their Psychosis. house. It's psychedelic, it actually. Frog, in Frog Creek, Pennsylvania, were there mushrooms in that the treehouse? Yeah. <laughs> uh, do either of you have a background in Magic Treehouse? Personal I just background. Remember picking it up casually during silent reading time, but okay. I was much more of a um, what, what was it called? It was a Ricky, Ricky Ricotta's Mighty Robot. I don't know if you guys ever know. Ricky Never Ricotta? heard of it. That's yeah, it it's like the mechanical mouse. That sounds yeah, I was much more. I, of a I feel that like kid. if I saw the cover, I would probably know. You, if you saw the cover, you'd know. It's the same guy who made Captain Underpants. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a big Captain Underpants kid too. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> what did you say? Well, you're just sitting here in underpants. <laughs> hey, it's a it's an audio yeah, guys, only podcast. By the way, Brett's wear under uh, underpants uh, only. Oh, Blinding. yes, I read these. I like the Captain. We should do a Captain Underpants episode. We should invite Declan for that. Oh yeah. Your brother Declan from our Beyblades episode, so people have an understanding of what we just said. Yeah, <laughs> Jerry, what about I, you? Did huge. You, I, I read plenty of these. I think I read maybe up through the first like uh, like twenty or so. I mean, they wow. started. I stopped reading at some point. Um, just like didn't pick them up. But yeah, I remember reading a handful of these. These are great. I have a specific image of my head. In my head. Of my head. What did I say? Anyways, I have this image of this book. There's some, one about Pompeii. I yep. remember there's alliteration. Mm-hmm. There's something with pterodactyls. Yes. And I, have, yeah. I can see them in their little outfits and running, and I can see right. the cover yeah. of it. They, I feel oh, like we own that at some point. so distinctive. They all yes. are, like, alliterative and, like, yeah. sort of temporal and stuff, like yeah. Afternoon in the Amazon or, yeah. like, Sunrise yeah. with yeah. Sabertooth. That's part of my most, is that I think the covers mm-hmm. and I think the yeah. illustrations and the titles are so cool. Wait, who's that? Someone wow. who knows that I'm recording a podcast and called me anyways. Wait, really? <laughs> it's yes. popular over here. Beautiful. Hello. <laughs> hey, we got to put him on the I, show. I did not. Hey, call in. Oh yeah, let's, let's have some call in. <laughs> call in. Gracious. If you answer this uh, Magic Treehouse oh, question, question right. Hey, well, I, you know what? You win free Coming merch. up, not to do the intro again, <laughs> but uh, we have uh, some quiz questions coming up. And we have for all three of you. Did you get oh, so a website? Uh, yes. Oh, wow. I so But yeah. So I, I did I read the Magic Treehouse books for sure growing up. I was a big fan of them and uh, I definitely remember them being very engaging, very mm-hmm. energy focused, very action paced, mm-hmm. and also a lot of mystery to it, like what is this treehouse? What does it make sense? Who's doing all this to the kids? So um, you read it like chronologically in order um, to get I the... think I did. I think okay. because it's sort of like you could read any of them and just pick up a random one and be fine. Right. But they do also have like at the top, it says Magic Degree House number mm-hmm. like two or three or something. Because that's so. what I did. I was just like, which ones have the coolest covers? And then okay, sure. It. So that's why like the dinosaur one, I read that a lot. Right. Because it had dinosaurs in The it. first one, which I think is the, the, the one that kind of captures everything yeah. about it. But then the, you get more clues in, to like what's happening with this treehouse. Where is it going? What's going on type thing. Right. So... Yeah, I think it's really cool. So, could we sum up maybe like what is Magic Treehouse? Like, how could you explain Magic Treehouse to somebody who doesn't know it? Jack and Annie are the main characters. Wow. All right. <laughs> Abby, what if, do you think? That's sorry, all I know. Tangent. Yeah, he no. just said Jack and Annie, and yeah. this makes me think of there's. I don't even know where my brother showed it to me. It's the main guy from what's his name. Dan- I don't remember his name. Danny Phantom. No. Oh. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Imagine Dragons main singer. And f- like, oh no. There's a song. I don't know. Tangent canceled. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> no. Let's go back to it. <laughs> I yeah, like Tangent. Yeah. That was some great. That was a great use of like <laughs> okay, thirty seconds. He recorded these songs with his wife. And there's one where there's Dan Reynolds. Yeah. There's one where Jack and Annie are like the names of the characters in the song. Jack and I just and connected that. I should. And okay, it's, it's I know uh, people are going to stop listening to this right now, but um, I hate Imagine Dragons <laughs> so much. Why? They're my least favorite band in the whole world. They're so not creative. And everyone acts like they're the best of the next Beatles. I'm not Define a fan. Creative. They do the radioactive song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hate oh, that song. I hate that song. Oh, any, I don't like that any song. song that's like the into commercial break from yeah. a sporting event is Imagine Dragons. Pretty okay. much. And now it's Vince Staples. Oh, okay. Yeah, or like uh, Little Wayne. But anyway, so <laughs> what are you talking about? But yeah, so how would Late you... night with Little Wayne. Uh, okay, did I... Okay, no joke. For Magic we're truth. talking. We're going to talk in a second about the University of North Carolina, where the author of these books, Mary Post Auburn, went. Shout, Shout out. out. Shout out. We got two alumni, right? I or two people know. right here from UNC Chapel Hill. <laughs> Oof. Um, but the big thing is... Yeah, the big thing is that the... What uh, pride. Previous 
basketball coach, Roy Williams, um, used to have. Are you all right over there? <laughs> the the last thing that he's ever going to do to upset the fans is retire on April Fool's Day. Yeah, that was weird. Because like, everyone was the like, for the heck, whole, for the well, whole I mean, he first day, everyone's else. like, either the day before or the day after. And everyone's like, haha, why did you do it on April? Yeah, Nobody yeah. believed it. Yeah, that's I didn't it. believe it until But anyway, they had a thing, they had a, a thing where you, the students could go late night with Roy. Which was a practice that you could view, right? Yeah, it was basically sort of like the kickoff event for the basketball season. Right. So there was like skits and, and stuff like that. Right. And then they scrimmaged for like 20 minutes. So Mary Pope Osborne went to these, right? Yeah, she she played a <laughs> point guard. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Um, she was the crafters. <laughs> no, um, I, I for the, the majority of my life until recently, I figured out that Late, right, late Night with Roy was not a talk show hosted by Roy, <laughs> <laughs> hosted by Roy Williams. <laughs> Oh, Maybe that's what you should do post retirement. Um, that would be funny. But yeah, so now we got late night, night with Hubert. Later <laughs> in the night with Roy. Later in the night. <laughs> after the Tonight Show. Anyway, so that Magic Treehouse. How could you sum up the series? Like, if you don't know Magic Treehouse, before and you're still I started, listening. Before I started that tangent, I was thinking, and I don't know why. Episodic. Is that episodic? I was, yeah, I was going yeah. through a bunch of different endings, trying to figure out what that form of that word was, and I and the word is episodic. Yeah, yeah. Without saying it, I couldn't figure out what it was. Okay, so episodic, but, and then I, I mean, it's time traveling. So yeah. basically, it's like these two siblings, Jack and Annie. You live in a fictional town of Frog Creek, Pennsylvania, unless it's real. I'll look it up. <laughs> Anyone got I a think Frog it's Creek? Fiction. It might be it close to yeah. Chevy Chase, Maryland, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Santa Claus, Indiana. Wait, is that a call forward? Uh, that was previous. Last okay, week. no, but it, it's gonna come out. No, right, but Geico after. comes came out last week. Oh, yeah, okay, so I'm good. Um, I didn't break the yeah. space time yeah, podcast <laughs> tenure. <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> you haven't listened to it. We just recorded it before you came here. Uh, it's um, a fictional town. Okay, so, but they find <laughs> this treehouse in their backyard, and they find it filled with books, and then they find these books, and yeah. then if they look through a book, and then they point at it and say, "I want to go to this place," <laughs> they get transported into that place. It's a lot of books. It is a lot of books. There's a lot of books. So I can talk a little bit about how this 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 came to be the Magic Treehouse, mm-hmm. the book series, not the actual. Oh, I thought you, Magic Treehouse lore. We're gonna <laughs> look outside. <laughs> so the lumber was taken from um, fan theories. Magical, magical <laughs> Wait, trees. So the lumber. Uh, <laughs> I'm listening to a what podcast? Hi. No. So Mary Pope Osborne, we said, she's a graduate podcast. of shout out University of North Carolina Chapel Hill. Tar. <laughs> He, you never went to the sporting event. Did you? I have never. That's I've great. Been okay. You could do that at any, anywhere. I got people. Yeah, there there were people listening to this. That go went, real. Go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go. I went to App State. If you go App State, that is. But here's the thing: if you say Ah, you could be screaming for help. And I was about to say State. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> um, so yeah, Mary Pope Osborne. The, we'll go go. On. Sorry. No, go. <laughs> no go. My brother and his his friends it was a, a senior class trip. Like going, they went went abroad in, from in high school, and one of his friends had committed to go to Virginia Tech, and so they were in like London, yeah, in the airport or something, and. Uh, his friend saw someone in a Virginia Tech shirt and went, let's go! And the guy went, Hokies! <laughs> nice. <laughs> My grandfather was obsessed with the Hokies. Is he, did he go to the VT? The he, yeah, he went and he he had Alzheimer's and that was like the main thing that he hung on to mm. was Hokies. So all, like if, nice. to the very end, he would be like, go Hokies! I was on a subway in <laughs> Japan <laughs> Never talked about that before. Uh, Never Japan? talked about that before. <laughs> Interesting. And uh, I was I was on his train, and the guy uh, across from me was wearing a Winston Salem North Carolina hat. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm on the other side of the planet. Like, what? <laughs> I, I gotta talk to this guy. Actually, yeah, I had a Duke shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, and I I went to college in California, and yeah. then someone was like, "Did you go to Duke?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> and then they're and, like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah. yeah. Okay, anyway, Mary Pope Osborne graduated from UNC in major... Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about UNC okay. a bit She majored more. in religion, graduating in 1971. Um, after graduating, Osborne and f- uh, her friend went traveling for six weeks, and she camped uh, out in a cave on the island of Crete. Wow. That's the best way to, like, in graduation. Just be like, guess where I'm going. A cave. A cave. Uh, following, <laughs> following this, Osborne joined a small group of Europeans heading to the east. Their, jo- their journey... Um, sorry. Their, <laughs> their 
Their journey uh, took Osborne through. <laughs> you need what one of us to read this. Sorry, start the whole podcast again. <laughs> okay. Uh, their journey took Osborne through 11 different countries throughout Asia, including Iraq, Iran, India, Nepal, Afghanistan, Turkey, Lebanon, Syria, and Pakistan. Wow. The, ke- the trip came to an end when Osborne experienced blood poisoning, Jeez. requiring her to stay in a hospital for a couple weeks where she read Lord of the Rings. Uh, remarking oh. on her travels, Osborne said that journey... Um, Irrevo- I can't read this. Irrevocable. Irre- irrevocably changed me. Would that not be irrevocably? Irrevocably. Irrevocably. Anyway, the, the experience very much that serves as a reference point every day in my life. I encountered worlds of light and worlds of darkness and planned seas of imagination that uh, that led directly to me being an author of adult books, where she started her career doing that stuff. Um, she, Sorry, quick note. Yeah. Were you talking about the journey of the Lord of the Rings or her going to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, no, the, the, the experience of her traveling okay, after college. Okay. Is yeah. it okay. just me or is this really similar to the plot of Babel? I don't know if you've seen that movie. Babel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very similar. Well, I was going to say uh, Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> Another movie. Oh, yeah. Um, croquet. <laughs> hey, we made a movie called Eat, Pray, Croquet. Check it out. Oh, my God. We'll send you, Dude, that's, yes. we'll send you that link. Put a, put a link in the video. Oh, it's amazing. It's such a good movie. Anyway, uh, so she, uh, Mary Poe Osborne, also has received awards from the Carolina Alumni Association, the Virginia Library Association, and in spring of 2013, she was awarded the Honorary Doctorate of Letters from the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. Tar. Honorary yes. Doctorate <laughs> of Letters. I don't. Do you know what that is? What is that? It is uh, just an sort of an honorary kind of like. It's like an a, award. Okay, hey, like an award in letters. And I'm also pretty sure she gave it a commencement address at one point as well. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Um, she um, uh, while was working at a uh, later in the '90s, she was working at a teen homeless shelter and realizing that teens were writing themselves into stories taking place in like the Himalayas and Serengeti and that had a major effect on the teams after reading all these stories and they were writing their own versions of like putting themselves in these stories and that's the thing that inspired her to write Magic Treehouse from her travels and then working with teenagers. Dope. So next time you get your blood poison. (laughs) (laughs) Write your own. Use it as in start a fantasy series. Yeah, start your own fantasy series. Um, That's how everyone starts. George R. R. Martin, yeah. J.K. Rowling. Did you just say Jar Jar? <laughs> <laughs> Jar Jar Banks Martin. Oh my gosh. Misa, House of Stars. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, Brett. Whoa. <laughs> I think I killed Jared. <laughs> Jared's um, officially diseased. That was hilarious. Uh, Osborne that. says that she tried working on the book seven different ways before she found the way that act. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the first, the first, <laughs> <laughs> someone make fan art and make that and send it to us. Um, email us at mostextremepodcast.gmail.com. Um, uh, make a the- fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the oh last God. dragon or whatever is just like Jar 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 Bates ears coming out. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, no. I'll be honest. I have expected you to say she went into that cave in Crete and found, like, the labyrinth and met the Minotaur, and that's oh, why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, but, oh, yeah, so... Her... What the... <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, the first book is Dinosaurs Before Dark, which was published in 1992. Uh, so, okay, might Good not year. be 2000. Good year. Yeah. Shout out. But you... Why? I was born in 92. You're 92 years old? <laughs> <laughs> 92 years young. <laughs> that should not be that funny. I apologize if I burst in eardrums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're listening while driving, yeah. I'm sorry. Headphone users, RIP. I'm pretty sure I said this last time, but I am the last person to invite to a podcast because I don't know. Volume, I'm having a blast. I don't know. You got to keep your finger on that on that dial for the volume. <laughs> like, mm. And going to mute Abby real quick. <laughs> so we went 92. Continue. So 90 years, the, the first book, Dinosaurs Before Dark, which is that very famous cover of uh, Annie on top of a pterodactyl and Jack running on the ground. Um, and the series has sold more than 130 million books worldwide. And as of 2007, the series has spent a total of 132 weeks on the New York Times bestsellers list. Wow. So I was definitely cool. combining that one with the Pompeii one. Because yeah. I was imagining the pterodactyl and Pompeii exploding. Oh, I thought you were going to say, yeah, I added to that New York Times bestsellers. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that 100, the 13 weeks, that was me. Um, 
Osborne says that she can work on Magic Treehouse up to 12 hours a day and seven days a week and has used that space in a shared office space, which is known as the writer's room. She has modeled her writing after uh, Hemingway by trying to be <laughs> simple and direct and has yeah. been noted for writing clear, lively, well prose in her stories and well informational books. Because I was wary there for a second. She... Hemingway just got hammered every time he started writing. I don't remember the part where Jack talks about the trauma of World War One. Oh my god! <laughs> they do go to World War. One. They get in their submarine and <laughs> I fought a guy on a ship. We go around the Gulf of Mexico. Oh my just guzzles down a whiskey every time she writes. I have all these Hemingway jokes ready to go. <laughs> uh, but she also yeah. has a treehouse in her backyard. Hemingway catching so. strays on this podcast. <laughs> He's here. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah. So the success of this series, we were talking episodic. We were talking. What what do you think makes the it so successful? Alliteration. That's what makes it successful. <laughs> Done. Next question. My lit teacher, my lit teacher in high school was like obsessed with alliteration. She would give you like extra. Is points. this the same teacher I had? Yes. Okay. No Shout name. out. Are we name dropping? No. I, well, that's up to you, man. That's a big name Mrs. drop. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Oh goodness! Home she lives circles. at she... <laughs> six five. Her phone oh, number is in frog. But yeah, frog she would like give you points for a litter. Like the longer you could make a chain of words uh-huh. have alliteration, the better. Mm. And it was just like that's not really a good way to train kids to write because alliteration does not. Uh-huh. Really strengthen writing no. usually. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. But yeah, was there things that stood out to you when about this series that makes it feel more unique than others, other than a little? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we talking about this then, Abby? <laughs> because it's Abby sentimental. Really like, the books. Yeah. like, like I do. Nostalgic. I do remember enjoying the books, mm-hmm. yeah. but I also was like literally would read like 14 library books in one day like we'd get home from the library i would stay up till two at my parents took away my light bulbs in my bedroom to get me to stop reading and go to sleep and then i would go sit in the bathroom and read so they would pat me down when i came out of the bathroom to see if i had a book stuck up my shirt they also took away my watch because i could press the button and the watch would light up i would use the watch to read books they took away my alarm clock can we be airing this on the show like i would read a lot so you know how many books i read last year eight well, oh. I mean, I'm not like that anymore. And that's a record for me. <laughs> I, yeah, now it's YouTube videos, but <laughs> but at the time... Did you... Okay, I don't know if I should be saying this again. Did you watch all of Critical Role in, like, one sitting? Is that right? I am completely caught up in Critical Role both seasons. Um, it is a D&D is... podcast. It's where uh, there's a hundred and seven episodes, and they're all four hours long. Well, okay, so they just got to, like, 163 or something. All right, well, maybe the... I made up a couple no, of No, for the second campaign. Oh, so the name of the game really isn't even quality over quantity; it's just quantity. <laughs> but it's also quality. But yes, okay. Shout but out any, Critical Role, do, though, yeah, man. Do you guys have any uniqueness about the uh, Magic Tree House? Well, isn't I, the style of the sort of like the same setup generally in the beginning? Like they all kind of start yeah. the same way, but then it like you know carries into a different adventure, and that sort of allows like the you being able to pick it up maybe along the way. Mm-hmm. Any any book you would want to just hop into if you like the cover if you look if it looks like a, a cool like yeah time so i think yeah the having that uh, uh entry points like anywhere you would want to have them yeah is is cool um so you don't necessarily right. have to start with the first one yeah. honestly i feel like the fact that i remember the book series means that it stands out because i read so many books that it's it's meaningful that yeah. I remember it mm. and that I read more than one. Sure. Um, so, but I, yeah, they're, their turn. Yeah, what were you going to say? <laughs> uh, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, you have anything that, that you feel like is very unique um, about this series? The question was, well, what, well, what like, did your parents take away <laughs> to keep you from reading? Pass, yeah. Pass the tissues. <laughs> our next episode, punishments. That was, yeah, so, uh... <laughs> I I can't talk. Um, <laughs> well, I was gonna. Okay. Well, I was. But yeah, but yeah. No, like Jared said, I think that like the the illustrations are what got me because I'm much more of a visual person. Same, and then yeah. reading them, I had a hard time like understanding them because it's like mm-hmm. 
they were just like time traveling for for some reason. Right. And I didn't like that. I wanted to know like why. Like you wanted a DeLorean. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. So I was like, what? Why are? What's going on? And when like this treehouse gets just... up to eighty eight miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> On yes. the freeway, dun, dun. you're gonna say some sir. The fle- yeah, the mattress just starts floating up. <laughs> Where this tree is going, we don't need roads. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need trees. <laughs> so uh, the, the Lorax, yeah. Um, <laughs> I speak for the houses. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're still listening. If you made it this far, man. I'm gonna listen to this one Yo, multiple oh times. <laughs> I, I um, I, would I feel like this. yeah, it's it's an adventure book series that's really cool. It's weird because it's it's educational, but it doesn't feel educational because it's yeah, teaching it like history. Yeah. Well, it didn't feel like it at the time <laughs> where it's like it's like history, it's like geography, zoology, things like that. That it's like I didn't feel that way at the time because the action and everything was so fast paced. You know, r- r- while I was rereading these, I did note that that it has like just kind of not random but very spread out facts which are kind of interesting yeah. for a book like and they this. have a facts version of the books that are just yeah like, what, what are Treehouse fact, trackers? fact trackers and yeah. it's just like a book about like uh astrology mm-hmm. or uh, astronomy uh, or that relate to like, whatever there's story factual version and the version yeah. that's like fake history <laughs> <laughs> the fiction and the non-fiction magic the alternate and then the facts version built the pyramid. <laughs> well what really happened was the alternate <laughs> facts version yeah exactly <laughs> but it's interesting Facebook because version. well here's one thing the title always confused me because it confused with something that came out around this time, Magic School Bus. Oh. You can... Because what? they both have magic blank blank, and I... And then that transports them. And, it's, and they yeah. have time travel that's involved. Well, here's the other thing. Magic School Bus came afterwards in 1994. Oh. Does Magic School Bus have time travel? I feel I like was it about has, to I, say. I don't remember I've only travel. seen like one episode in kindergarten. Did you not read? There's books too. Is it the there's one where books? they... Okay. Books. Yeah. yeah. There's I, really I never really got into Magic Tree I just remember the one where they go I, into I the just cell. Said, <laughs> <laughs> All right, why did we make? Yeah, no, Magic School Bus Pardon was always the thing me. that a substitute Ms. teacher Frizzle. would bring in. Yeah, Miss mm. Frizzle, you can't forget that. Isn't Kate McKinnon playing her in a show? I don't know. I maybe in like they. I know they've rebooted it in like a Netflix version. They're I don't know re- if it's any they're good. Making the gritty yeah. Magic they're brave tackling Miss Frizzle. Like, <laughs> oh really? I don't know. Live action? I feel sweet. like she's. I don't know. She has also, I feel like if you do that wrong, you're gonna get a lot of people oh, hating you. Well, also, everybody had a teacher that was a Miss Frizzle. It was just yeah. like zany and quirky, and and was more fun. The science teacher, yeah, or someone, you know, <laughs> band teacher. Yeah, I can be anyone. Yeah, um, yeah, but, the, <laughs> but we also around sure. this time you also have magic, like like Harry Potter was big. Mm-hmm. That's another magic thing. So you're having a lot of like. And, like, kids, especially. Right, kids The things. magic kid house. <laughs> what is that supposed to be? Uh, I mean, in some aspects, I also think of Goosebumps, where it's, like, you know, yeah. short. You can see them. They're also Scholastic, and they've, by the company Scholastic, and then you've got a bunch of them. But also, like, magic and kid stuff all kind of coming around around the same time, like, the 90s, but also going into the 2000s as well. Uh, but yeah, it, it definitely a giant sense of adventure with these books, which made you feel, as a reader, like you were getting into them, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but here's a question that was found on Reddit, and I want to ask you guys this. Do the things in Jack and Annie do in the books, do they affect their own timeline? Right. Or is it just happening in the books and nothing happens? Or are they going actually back in time? Because they alter timeline events, right. right? Yeah, that's part of how it's going on. Mm. Is there a butterfly effect thing where it's like... So the, so the question is, are they actually traveling through time or are they just going through the contents of the book? Maybe they're just creating parallel timelines where they're not affecting their own timeline, but they're creating yeah. a new one. Like the book is the parallel timeline. That's an interesting question. Do they change the book is the real there's question. Because there's <laughs> one where like they go the on the Infinity Titanic. Stones thing or whatever, right? <laughs> they're just different. <laughs> Jack says, you should have gone for the head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the table of contents. <laughs> you should have gone I mean for the, the table of contents. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to need that. You should have gone for the About the Reader. Oh, my gosh. Um, should have gone for the fact trick. <laughs> um, because there's one where they go to the Titanic, and they save a bunch of people, and that's like, and that like they affect the timeline that way, but then there's other parts where nothing happens, so I'm just, like, is there a rule? I don't know. Mm. I think yeah, we need a that's Osborne a question to release Declan. a statement about this. Yeah. Hey, yo, Mary. <laughs> Let's go to UNC and see if she's Yeah, there. UNC. <laughs> Because all the little mines just like hang out there all the time, right? <laughs> Especially in the summer. 
Um, right the other thing statues. is that there's a lot of cliffhangers with the series, where it's like <laughs> a chapter will end, a chapter will end on something that's big, that's like big that happened, and then it will end. Uh, but there's mm-hmm. also a lot of questions like books will end in a cliffhanger, like a character will appear um, later on in the series. You get Merlin, who's like giving yeah. them missions, and those books are longer, right? They get longer. It's also yeah. like sort of in a way with Harry Potter, where it's like they grow up. Yeah, a little bit, but it's you know you get thirty magic treehouse where they're young, and then you get like thirty where they're yeah. older. Um, but yeah, but you even end the chapter with something dangerous happens. So like in dinosaurs before dark, it's like they get picked up by a dinosaur. End of chapter. Mm-hmm. And when you're little, you're not reading them at a very fast pace unless you're Abby mm-hmm. Smith. And you're I was about to say, <laughs> <laughs> but then so you're like, oh my gosh, and then you have to go to bed or something. Yeah, and that makes it great happen. for if it's like your a parent parents reading to these to, to their, their child. And yeah, especially like, if you're a child. Yeah, yeah, if you're getting read these books, you're like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? And your parents want to go to sleep. They're like, no, I will not read another chapter. <laughs> Mom, we have thirty more to get through. <laughs> that was a spot on impression of Abby, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the battery, my flashlight on my head. Yeah, that sounds about was right. that. <laughs> the the, the gingerbread man <laughs> Shrek <laughs> Not the gumdrop button The muffin man That was me as a child <laughs> Okay anyway so the cover art Going You're back to monster. that <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god Are we on time Brett Oh, we're good. Okay, good. <laughs> we should be fine. We uh, should be fine. Uh, so yeah, the we cover art was twenty uh, minutes. <laughs> um, the cover was done by a guy named Salvador Murdaca. <laughs> <laughs> Melting clocks in the middle. I got an the- idea for this. <laughs> Jack Melting gets into surrealism. <laughs> so um, the covers as we're talking about really really cool I, the, uh, the thing is I always they say don't judge a book by its cover but as a kid these are the covers that made me want to read them even more because it's almost like a movie poster it's giving you a tease of what's going to happen and giving you that idea of where your imagination can run which I think is really cool I will say that the covers are different in one country oh Japan um, and they are done by somebody named Anya Amako and they look very different where in the American ones they have very like like scary things happening where it's like you know dinosaurs chasing the kids and in the the japan one it's uh a lot cuter where mm. they're more mm. happy and to see dinosaurs they're still a little scared um the and they first have thing a that very... popped in my head was they were be, they would be cuter in japan it like looks like like manga covers for yeah you. it's very like yeah their eyes are bigger yeah. um it looks like yeah definitely a lot different you can see sort of the difference because in America, it's supposed to be, like, more realistic. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, right. the shadowings and sort of, like, how the art is done with, like, the lighting is different. And then, yeah, it looks more like it's coming straight out of uh, anime for the yeah. for yeah, the right. Japanese ones, which I think is cool. Also, they're red uh, right to left, and they're done a little bit differently. But more on the Japan part of Magic Tree House in a second. Oh, there's more? Oh, yes. End of chapter. <laughs> that Man, was a cliffhanger. Brett, yeah. Brett, yeah, you yeah, should really... Cliffhanger. I feel like you would like Japan. You should get into that. <laughs> You know, I've thought about maybe going there. I'm not sure. Again? <laughs> we have a lot of people on the show who listen, who, from Japan. So all of our Japanese listeners, thank you. And if you have any of these books, I'd love to see them. Please send us to us. We'd like to see if you the have books? Send, us, send us the books. Send us your books. Send us your books. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. I don't know. We all turned into villains. All send us your books. <laughs> no more books. <laughs> That's Abby's parents. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no more books in this house. <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> I mean, literally, give me all your books. Did you read Harry Potter growing up? Oh my goodness! Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I didn't know that? that was gonna I end. I mean, to yeah. be fair, I was a Christian homeschooler, so sure. it is. There's a, a lot of people who yeah. were not allowed to read. Fair I remember literally just like attacking my friend's parents who wouldn't let them read Harry Potter. Verbally. Verbally. Throwing books at them. So the parents, like, like if I had a friend who wasn't allowed to read Harry Potter, I'd be like, "Are you kidding me?" Harry Potter's amazing. Yeah, I remember. I was very the rumor into Harry hearing Potter. that was bad, and then my mom was like, "Let me, let me see what this is." Rather than like all these people just spreading rumors that it's like satanic or something, and she's like, "I'll just read it." And she's like, "Oh my god!" But like D and D really you gotta is. read it. Yeah, guys, it's really <laughs> satanic, guys. Pokemon satanic. Did you know that? If you read the book backwards, there's a message. <laughs> and play uh, the dark side of the moon. <laughs> uh, where's it? But yeah, no, I love the cover so much. I also love the titles. I think titles like Dinosaurs Before Dark is cool. Uh, my favorite cover is the one for uh, both. It's kind of a tie between Mummies in the Morning, which has this really cool. It's like they're trying to awaken a mummy. I think it's really, really cool. And then the other one I really like is uh, Sabretooth at Sunset. 
Oh, I remember that. Yeah. That one stands out to me as like one of the coolest ones. Also, yeah, like the, the wording is really cool. Yeah. So all in the in the tundra, really cool. But yeah, um, I also I think the whoa, that was louder than it needed to be. Um, <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have no. I have editing control. It's fine. <laughs> Leave it in. Leave it in. Um, is that it's not a commercialized series? Is that um, uh, owing is uh, uh, owing to the successful sales of the books? Osborne for many years resisted the efforts to commercialize the characters, which I think holds a lot to it. Um, it makes them so special that you wanted to stay in the imagination of the kids that it wasn't another series that I think of is Calvin and Hobbes mm. being one where mm. um, they were very much like, no, we're not going to make like a movie series out of this. We're not going to make a te- like we're not going to sell merchandise like I want this to live as literature only and love that creative control. Calvin and Hobbes, man. Oh. That's been around for I a really long time. Calvin but that's an Hobbes example stuff. of one where it's like, because everyone's been saying for years, like, where's the Calvin and Hobbes movie? And then yeah. the fact that it's like, no, it's only staying as comics is like, makes that's that integrity so much better. Yeah. And so that's the same with this series. Yeah. We don't need more bad movie adaptations. However, there is a bunch of Magic Treehouse media. A lot. Um, there is a Magic Treehouse play. What? Whoa. Uh, not like a Broadway play. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart as... <laughs> Ian McKellen as <laughs> Ian McKellen. Of course, it's the two of them. It's always as Jack and Annie. <laughs> but they're dressed as Magneto yeah. and Professor. Oh my Where are we going, Annie? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So it's more of like a like they there's a, a script written and it's done at like more like regional theaters type thing. It's it's sort of a bridged version of like the first couple books together, and it's it's not a lot. You know, it's it's pretty straightforward, pretty easy. Um, the other one is that there is a magic tree house bus now that's the part where it gets confusing because you have magic school yeah, bus that gets magic tree house tour bus so what happened tour was bus. here i'll show you a picture so like your band can rent it out <laughs> <laughs> wow all the groupies running in front of the magic tree house bus <laughs> the Magic yeah Sport i think Garden. alice cooper had that right really. <laughs> Um, so, what ha- um, Mary Poe Osborne, um, was doing a book tour and she was profiled on NBC's rock center with Brian Williams for her continued efforts to get books into the hands of unde- um, undeserved and unprivileged children on the magic trails themed tour bus where, uh, she spoke to, uh, about the pressure she feels as an offer for that children look up to, uh, for a child to value someone who writes books is so extraordinary. Uh, for, for six to ten year olds she's a rock star pretty much and it shows in this Brian Williams clip of her like children like you know filling up auditoriums to see her do a book signing and talking to about wow. the books and people and like schools making signs for her and how much they mean they even profile some kids who um, like live in motels who are like oh I've read these books so much and they mean so much to me so I'll be able to see her and so she feels that pressure of like oh these mean so much to me and that I'm you know, I'm a huge star to them type thing, so it's really cool. I have two things. One, yeah. every time you say profiling, I think of criminal profiling, and it's a little bit confusing. <laughs> <laughs> they profile these kids. Yeah, it's just way yeah. you It's a journalism tour. And then the second thing is, I forgot. It wasn't. <laughs> okay. da- Dateline. <laughs> oh, Mary oh when friend. I was a child, I don't think I knew that, like, authors are real people. <laughs> well, they have pen, I'm just pen like, pen these names, books yeah. just happen, and then I read them. Oh, they just appear. Part of it is probably that I read Nancy Drew, so it was like a pseudonym. Uh-huh. A pseudonym. And I was yeah. like, how is she writing books that long, man? Like I it took me a long time to figure out That's that true. it wasn't just one person. But also there is it's manga, like, like one piece, and there's a new one every five minutes. So <laughs> Yeah. That there's is a lot. true. Um, prolific. There's also a Magic Tree House website that's been around for a long time. Still uses Flash. So if you have a browser that uses Flash yeah. in 2021, use that. Um, R.I.P. Flash. Yeah, but a part of it is that it has some games on there. They're Flash games called the Mission Game uh, Games, which each game is giving you trivia. And so it's sort of uh, giving you trivia from different parts of the book. Uh, if you get the trivia right, it gives you a clue. But all the, if you get all the clues right, you, get them, you put them together and it creates your prize, which is a medallion. And depending on how well you do, you get bronze, silver, and gold. So, with that in mind, I did take some of the questions <laughs> from these games, and I'm going to give them to you guys now. All right. Um, so each of you are going to get three. Wow, why did you yawn? Did you just... <laughs> that was not a yawn. That uh, was a groan. Oh. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, they're not that hard. Was fear. They're made for children. Okay? I played so them. You should they're be made for them. children. You played so them? So they might be a little yeah. hard. While, while researching for this episode, I played a couple of them. Okay. 
So do you know the answer to the yes. might win. I mean, you I know, the hardest D&D okay. challenge is a, a puzzle for first graders. That's the hardest thing you could do in D&D. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are Let's you ready? <laughs> okay, I'll put some, like, like, yeah, like who wants to be a millionaire, like, question music. <laughs> All right, here we go. Be a magical. Abby, in Shakespeare's time, why were plays performed during the day? Because they didn't have electricity. Correct. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's... Too easy. These are made for six to <laughs> ten year olds. <laughs> Too easy. All right, all right Jerry. All in the fall of Constantinople. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. All right. <clears throat> all right. All right. Gustav Eiffel built oh, the God. Eiffel Tower out of what material? Metal. <laughs> <laughs> Any? You want to phone in a friend? Glass. <laughs> is it metal? It's not metal. Is it, it is incorrect. It's it not is, metal. Anyone else know the answer? Ironed. Iron, correct. Good job. He said ironed, as in no, that shirt is ironed. Gustav <laughs> Iron gets an ironing board. Oh, I'm going to put this tower together. Ironed metal. Okay, Jarrett. Yeah. What defense does an octopus have for its defense against enemies? Oh, it's got to be squirting that ink. Correct. <laughs> that ink. Uh, Abby. Squirting that ink sack. Uh, what oh. what, <laughs> what that ink do? <laughs> Dear me. Oh, you guys are ink. What, um, ink <laughs> what were Spanish gold? De- uh, de- no, I just said the answer. Crap. <laughs> gold doubloons. I just said the answer. Unbelievable. Spanish coins. Crap. Okay. Uh, Bezos. <laughs> what? Uh, which general led a war against the pirates in 67 BC? Excuse me. Say that again. With which the general answer led in a it. war against all pirates in 67 BC? All pirates. A general. He he proclaimed war against. Can you tell me which? He's Roman. I'll give you that. He's Roman. Yes. What? Judas. Uh, His name is Pompey, not Pompey. 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 Hate it for you. All right. Guess he had swag. Uh, I thought it was Tom. Who wants the next question? All right, Alejandro. Him. I took AP Latin. How do I not know the answer to that? The HMS Challenger was a steam-assisted Royal Navy Pearl-class cor- corvette launched in 13 February 1856 in the Woolwich Dockyard. What were the life vests made of? Uh, canvas. I don't know. Anyone have an idea? Have you seen Master Commander? Anyone? Like sheep stomach. Metal. <laughs> they were made of cork, wine corks uh, put together in, in string. Yes, uh, that was a lot of wine they had to drink. Uh, I mean, they're fine pirates, right? <laughs> Why is the rum always gone? All right, <clears throat> Jared, are you ready? Ready. In recent years, the World Wildlife Fund has focused its work on protecting the endangered Baraka deer in Turkmenistan and neighboring countries. The following population of Baraka deer and loss of habitat has affected its main predator, which is also vulnerable to this extinction. What animal is this? What? Sorry, what? Wait, the it, the predator for what animal? <laughs> the uh, burka deer in Turkmenistan. Uh, so it's what is the predator? What is the predator that's also okay. being affected by the by the WWF? They're trying to. This is also not from the website. I just found this question. <laughs> Velociraptor. <laughs> It's the Persian leopard. We would have taken that. Well, close enough. It's it's, it's, it's endangered. All right. Are you ready, Abby? It's a leopard. The final one. Define ready. All right. A leopard. Most Egyptians. A leopard? No. Excuse me. The le- leprosy. Alejandro's like, did you say a leopard? These deer are being taken out by a leprosy. Okay. Uh, Egyptians' clothing are made out of what material? Fibers. Close. Wow. You're close. Hemp. I don't know. <laughs> I'll bet hemp in Egypt. I, Give me that Pharaoh's ganja, baby. <laughs> it's 420 um, somewhere, man. <laughs> linen. Yes, correct. It's linen. 420 oh, man. BC. Good job. Um, Alejandro, why okay. do rhinos charge? <laughs> People. It's a mating thing. That's funny to me. That's really weird. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> why do rhinos charge? Because they so don't they have can. cash. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I just Venmo me. <laughs> at, at Rhino 12. <laughs> at endangered species. <laughs> um, rhinos charge due to their poor eyesight. What? They can't I feel like see, that's a so really they, weird they reaction to oh, yeah. um, that's being why black born people with punch poor eyesight. 
What, did you attack it? Like, n- no, no. It's, I don't know. So, so everyone <laughs> answered the first one correctly, and then they have, and then we all got the second one wrong, and they've gotten, Jared, or no, we you were got lying to you. You got all of them wrong. Uh, yeah, uh, well, right, so I, I haven't given you There's no prize for you guys. There's no, a prize what? for Abby, but... Heck yeah! Do I get it? Do I have another question? Yeah, one more question. question? This is the okay. last question. Are yeah. you ready? Ahem. If you get it wrong, you're off the show. All right, here we go. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, hang on. I'm, I'm scared. It starts gasping. <laughs> what 1906 novel portrays the harsh conditions and exploited lives of immigrants in the United States and the Chicago slaughterhouses written to expand socialism in the United States but actually brought forth the Food and Drug Administration established by President Theodore Roosevelt? Mein Kampf. Oh, my God. What novel, 1906? Animal Farm. No, Slaughterhouse-Five? <laughs> No, that's about World oh, War II. Oh, oh, uh, oh, uh, is it The Jungle? Yes, good yes. job! <laughs> the Jungle Book? Let's go! <laughs> yeah. No, not The Jungle Book. <laughs> the Barest Necessities was actually about immigrants working in slaughterhouse. Oh my gosh. No. Okay, well, that was fun. Uh, moving on. Wow. But yeah, no, this Transition, was... Smith. That was, yeah, that's good. <laughs> good job. Yeah, you know your literature. I got, I went two for three. That's true. I I'm keeping zero. track. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I guess. I don't remember. Jared's um, so, yeah, anyway. So, we're talking. Tune. I'm sorry. What are, you, what are you looking at? That little bowl looks oh, like this. A... Oh, this holds, this holds old Wii remotes. I doubt that's what it was made for. Oh, I don't know. Anyways, it's a spittoon. <laughs> a spittoon? Well, here in this abandoned that aircraft. It's what you spit into if you're a cowboy. Yeah. Your what? cowboy uh, breath. <laughs> yeehaw. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so to most howdy so, podcast <laughs> <laughs> sort of sort of a little bit to ra- wrap up a little bit but um, we're talking about the, the magic the magic treehouse um, as a series and as a franchise um, there has been talks for a little bit in two, in 2021 a Netflix announced that they would be uh, that they would make a Netflix original series based on the books that would be coming out in 2023 so now Mary Pope Osborne is sort of like let go a little bit she's sort of retiring and being like hey you know what I want to be able to see what other people can do with the series also we're getting to the point where people who are deve- in development have grown up with the series so they have a lot of fondness for it and I think she also would consider to have a lot of creative control over mm-hmm. it maybe she's seen the Netflix originals like oh they're <laughs> you know them. what Stranger Things like <laughs> they know that. what they're doing yeah, well, they, they, know uh, what they already doing. adapted the uh, that book which the Strangest Events, or what is it called? Oh, um, are you talking... Dur- unfortunate the- Events? Oh, Series, oh, of, series, yes. of, series yeah. of Unfortunate Events. I'm sorry, I another love epi- that series. Why well, did we do that one? Yeah. I don't remember. I've read those books. Yeah, I talked about that. Yeah, I read I them. them. All right, well, we'll have to do a Series of Unfortunate Events I want a Spiderwick series. A Spiderwick Chronicles? Yes. Yeah, that's right. I've been Her- asked a million one, times if I've read that. And another one we them. should 100% do. We have an in Percy Jackson and the Ooh, Olympians. Dude. They're doing that, too, as yeah, a series. Yeah, Disney Plus. Yeah, Rick yeah. Riordan now has creative control. They are? That. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the first movies were so... I No bad. I was such a fan of Percy Jackson. I saw the first movie in theaters. <laughs> And, and they, I cried same. for a week. It was so yeah. bad. Yeah. It, yeah. It was, have you seen Honestly, the second one? I've which do you think worse. was worse? Oh Avatar The Last Airbender or Percy Jackson? I haven't. I've barely watched the last Airbender, the Shyamalama Ding Dong one. <laughs> but um, it, they're both depressing. <laughs> Here's the twist. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we do have. Okay, th- but we do have sort of. A, we kind it. of have. This is where it comes in handy to be from North Carolina. Hey. Is that um, Tar? Uh, that the uh, planetarium, the Moorhead Planetarium at mm-hmm. the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill, mm-hmm. go Tars. Um, go Tars. <laughs> Is that Are you what talking you about the, the, the robot from uh, <laughs> <Sophie>. Interstellar? <laughs> um, there, the, the Morehouse Planetarium, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. There, uh, they have a planetarium show called the Magic Treehouse Space Mission. Do you mm-hmm. know that I think I might have gone to that? <laughs> I think we might have gone together. To be honest. <laughs> I'm thinking, which movie was that? The movie came when they turn around. Maybe <laughs> come oh, back. Yeah. Yeah. In Dark, in Dark <laughs> City Seven. In Dark City Seven. Oh, uh, you gotta link that also. Okay. Oh uh, so, uh, in, uh, Magic Treehouse Space Mission is a planetarium show that is exclusively played at the Moorhead Planetarium in mm-hmm. Chapel Hill, North Carolina, which is written, produced, and presented exclusively there by Will Osborne, Mary Pope Osborne's husband. I have seen this show many times on a field trip. I'm pretty sure you were there at one of them. Uh, have you been to the? Have you guys been to the Planetarium in Chapel Hill? Oh yeah, plenty of times. And I, I've seen this. It was would have been show? a long time ago. I don't yeah. remember much about it. But There's a remember. Planetarium in Chapel Hill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's rad. I mean, I <laughs> definitely really remember cool. seeing this show. I think it's all probably twice. I definitely saw. I okay. I, I was thinking remember going to see this with my class, like my third grade class from. 
our school. I'm going to bleep that out. Um, Beep. Uh, <laughs> and uh, riding in, because we didn't have, like, a, a school bus or anything like that. So we... You had to I got walk. <laughs> I, I got... <laughs> Uphill both ways to the planet. Uh, I got my carpooled. teacher... My, yeah, I carpooled. I think I was in my teacher's car, and we listened, and she was such a Michael Bublé fan. Oh, no. That we... You get a bunch of third graders in the car, they just want to talk the whole time. And she played Michael Bublé, and she was like, Hey! Everybody shut up. <laughs> Silence listening to Michael Bublé on the way there. That sounds awesome. <laughs> oh, it was so much fun. Um, but yeah, I remember being really cool. I also remember the the climax of this film is, because it's a planetarium, so you're on your back watching a film, is a black hole attacks the treehouse because they're in space, and it like tries to like suck up the whole screen. And I remember being very, very scary. Wow. Yeah, there's a trailer on their website. You can definitely check it out. Um, is it still It's still being played to this day. And wow. it was cast by Locally. So there, I have many friends who auditioned to play Jack and Annie. Who's Locally? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know we were, this is our last episode of Most Extreme Fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's available to watch still. They're still airing the show after all these years. So definitely check it out. Now... I will say this, but there's also a second Magic Treehouse movie, an actual film that has been released. Yeah. Uh, Magic Treehouse is so popular in Japan that there is an anime film of Magic Treehouse. Are you serious? Wow. I, was, I just blew up. Um, <laughs> that combines all of the first eight books into a abridged story, sort of like the play. Uh, the children's fantasy se- series sold 3.3 million copies in Japan, and the movie made $5 million U.S. Here is the trailer for the Magic Treehouse anime film. I'm sorry, I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> it looks really that good. That was really cool. Yeah. That sure looks like a really good animation. It feels very Ghibli esque, very Miyazaki. There's nothing better than Japanese reaction sounds. So yeah, in 2011, when this movie came out, Mary Poppins Osmond actually attended the International Tokyo Film Festival for the premiere of Magic Treehouse anime film and visited schools in the area that were hit by the tsunami in 2011 mm. and donated um, and donated her proceeds from the film to all the education, all the schools in the area that were hit by the tsunami. She's That's a awesome. rock star. That's awesome. She does a, She's really cool that she's willing to do so much of that and still make so much money off of making all this money and she donates so much of it to educational purposes around the world, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, I just think it's really cool, and I am a, I'm a fan of this series. Are yeah. You, are y'all? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All I was like, actually, after this conversation, I really hate this series. Yeah, um, because of this conversation. Yeah. Um, but I thought it would be interesting, because we're talking about Magic Treehouse, if we kind of went around and kind of pitched our own versions of Magic Treehouse books um, of course, this is a comedy podcast, so what is the... Uh, maybe one that might not be the best to come out, I guess, uh, that might be um, banned, let's say. But I have a couple pitches. If you guys have any of, like, funny Magic Treehouse concepts or pitches, feel free. I mentioned it to my brother, and the first thing he said was, well, I mean, I don't know how, but it if Mein Kampf had been... Just, Put into the pile of books. They Jack just, and Annie have to they write go Mon into Kampf. the the book. <laughs> Which I like. How would they like? What would that? How would that? I be? guess I just realized I don't even remember like if all of the books were like narratives or if. Like, um, what if they majority, found yeah. like what they, they find just a like tech, a, a cook, research a paper yeah. and they're like, "Who's Paula it's Dean?" A yeah. <laughs> Paula Dean. <laughs> Okay. They find a, what if they open a cookbook? I mean, yeah, that would be cool. That's kind of what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, either, either that's either, why I, I thought mean, of cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear something but you don't realize you heard it. What if they go into I subconsciously into a heard that. <laughs> Hear fishing. me out. No, I was thinking, what about if you want to go back and... <laughs> my National Treasure 3 pitch? Yeah. So I was thinking, yeah, if Jack they, and Annie go and uh, have to... Either prevent the Deepwater Horizon oil spill, or um, <laughs> once it's been spilled, then they have to uh, help Nicolas Cage 
I mean, that this is, is an actual history, but if they're a part of the my national treasure three pitch, okay, help Nicolas Cage uh, stop. I like that the um, bad bad oh, guys yeah. from Fast and Furious from getting the technology from the animorph <laughs> or from the uh, from the Transformers. Transformers, yeah, that's right. So the they're Allspark. like, so they're yes. <laughs> and then Thanos, yeah. <laughs> so they're hauling like on a truck the magic treehouse, yeah, like, <laughs> like protect the asset. <laughs> We're bringing in backup. <laughs> we are family. <laughs> You're not a fan of that one? Oh, wow. It's a lot to process. Okay. That was a yeah. lot. That was All right, all 100, or, you got any pictures? Who was it who was okay. looking for the Northwest Passage? All right, never mind. Go on. Excuse <laughs> me? Oh, they find that missing Malaysian flight or something? <laughs> they have to help Oceanic Captain Soli. Monday's in Malaysia. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the, uh, the, the pirates, the Somali pirates. <laughs> Jack and Annie are the captains now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jack and Annie have to stop 9 11. Oh, no. oh, no. oh man. 9 in the afternoon. 9 11 in the afternoon. Oh my god. Oh my god. Did you have any pictures? I, all, I had a couple, a but all, of, all I could think of was political coops. I mean, those are kind of mine. Like, Jack and Annie uh, stopped the assassination of oh JFK. Mine was uh, Jack and Annie have to go back in time and basically reveal the water, the Watergate scandal yeah. in order to expose Nixon. Oh, they're, oh they're, like, they're, like doing, they're like doing security. Yeah, they work at they're the like, security hey, building. Look what I found. Aren't you a little young to be a security guard? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Jack also, and another one was kids from the satanic clutches of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> they say kids from <laughs> oh my god, Pokemon. Yeah. Also, another one was Jack and Annie have to uh, post the the Mueller report. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, mine are a little different. Mine was that they have to go back in time, saying this you know, present day. They have to go mm-hmm. back in time and stop Kanye from like getting up at the Grammys and stuff. <laughs> 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 And then the other one I had was that they find a uh, a pamphlet for Scientology in there. Oh my god! <laughs> no. They're like, oh, we should go there. They're like, ah! oh my god! They have to meet Tom yeah, Cruise. Too many thetans. Scientology on Saturday. They meet Tom Cruise and John Travolta. And the, then my, my the other... Super Bowl thirty eight halftime show, and they got to keep Justin Timberlake and Jamie oh Jackson from, <laughs> <laughs> from performing. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, or the my, the other one pitches that they find a, a DVD in the in the. In, in the treehouse of Beverly Hills Chihuahua, and they just go into that. <laughs> the third one. <laughs> the third Beverly Hills yeah. Chihuahua. Oh, my goodness. Where, the yeah. worst one. Wait, have you seen all three? Yes. What? Yeah. Have I ever told you? I saw Beverly Hills Chihuahua in theaters, and I was, me and my in grandma. In 3D? My, <laughs> IMAX 3D. IMAX 3D. Ah! No, I saw, it in, I, I saw it, and I was the only one in the theater, me and my grandma. Wow. Yeah. So, anyway. So surprised. It just be funny to see. Almost like, you know, in uh, uh, Ready Player One where they go into The Shining, like yeah. different movies? Yeah, like that. That'd you go, it, they go into a... What are you going to say? Brain gas. What if they go into a treehouse? Oh, like, oh, look at this tree. Just the infinite a, loop, like one of their own treehouse. books. They open a book <laughs> of find, a treehouse. They find oh. the manga version. They go into the Japanese version. They have to learn Japanese. Oh, wow. <laughs> the treehouse verse. They open a Home Depot catalog and have to build a treehouse. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Any other last thoughts on Magic Treehouse? Fallout Four vibes, maybe they could like go into like a. They have to build an underground. Well, it wouldn't be railroad. a treehouse. They definitely there is build one a with bunker. the underground. Roadhouse. There is one with the underground railroad. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And there's one with like Lincoln. They don't become John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> <laughs> they have to kill Lincoln. <laughs> They go into the Bill O'Reilly book of killing Lincoln. <laughs> Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Yeah. <laughs> hey, what are you Everyone doing Lincoln here? These are box seats. It was <laughs> mind-opening. It wasn't... <laughs> That's a good Any other thoughts? Last-minute thoughts? <laughs> what was the top of you for the whole episode? <laughs> uh, well, Abby, you are a guest on the show, and you do get a prize. It's not Gogurt this time. No. You, but That's I do not have something for you, you do every time. <laughs> this is what I do have for you is... The Ma- I managed your house book. It's not here. It's on its way. Classic. Oh, surprising. Yeah, right? Every episode. <laughs> Got with the Japanese um, one, right? It's in Chinese. <gasps> yes! So, uh, it's on the way here. Dude, are you serious? Yes, I got it here. It is the Day of the Dragon King in Chinese, Dude, so you can read. it's too bad. Magic Treehouse in Chinese. I can't read Chinese. Well, me neither, but I thought you would like it. I will. Okay. Anything you want to promote while you're here? Uh, China. Critical Role. <laughs> Someone else's pro. Do you have anything going on that you uh, want to? Ancient China. <laughs> promote the, um, the most extreme podcast. Yeah, sure. Promote us. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. 
Wow. Um, Anything going on that you want to promote? Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Hey, if you're listening, Ed, please the get vaccinated. The time is now. Yes, do it. Yeah. Team Pfizer, what's up? Yeah, hey. Yeah, yeah Team Shout Pfizer. Team Pfizer. Yeah, Shout Team Pfizer. Pfizer. That thing hurt. Are you a Pfizer? Yes. All right. Well, if we're breaking the colonies, we know who to hang out with. All right. Well, if you like anything else you guys want to add. I was Team Mystic. (laughs) (laughs) Anything you guys want to add? Bye. Everyone just looked at me. (laughs) I don't know. You guys said I was like... Yeah, get vaccinated. No. It's your job. Vax up, baby. I have um, to vaccinate everybody? Yeah. No, not you. <laughs> Go. Go to his house. Get started. Um, yeah. Uh, follow us. It's Twitter and Instagram. It's Most Extreme Pod. And if you have any questions, or if you have any of the Japanese copies, please email us pictures of them. Or any other languages. Yeah. MostExtremePodcast.com. Oh, yeah. Espanol. Yeah, they That exists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spanish uh, exists. Yes, Brett. <laughs> I am getting my right. bachelor's This might be our language. worst episode yet. <laughs> And my favorite. We're going to cut out all of this. You say worst. Yeah. Hey, hey, one man, as in we In the ear of the beholder. No, I love this Uh, episode. What? Is that I don't like that. (laughs) All right, we're closing up shop. It's been an hour. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Thanks. How how long was that? Uh, One hour.